Hey everybody, welcome. This is the 5 for 5 podcast. My name is Panchito. How are you doing, Mike? Welcome back, folks. I'm doing great. Really excited for this new uh, five-year span. This time on this round, we're doing 1965 to 1969. That's right, folks. 50 years ago this time. Last time was 100, now it's 50. And as everybody knows, the premise of the show is that we're going to go over five articles across five episodes. And we're going to be competing for points. They're pointless points, right, Mike? That's right, folks. And even though the points are worthless, the journey through history, it's priceless. That's right. Uh, I'm going to start this round since I think you started the last one, right? I did. It's time for you to start. And you won the last one. I did. So that means I get fair crack at going first. That's right. It's only right. Right. So uh, I've got a what I think is a pretty good one, and hopefully I get a good score for it. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Should we get into it right after this? Yes. Awesome. Let's do it. So this article that I brought is from Beaver County, Pennsylvania. Okay. And most of the articles that we've done are some kind of an article based on a, something that happened, right? Yeah, an event of some kind. But this one kind of highlights a news genre that was really popular in the 60s, which is kind of like the advice column. Got it, got it. So think like, you know, Dear Abby, that kind of thing, right? Absolutely. So this is essentially an advice column. Nice. And the title of the column is, Some Husband Hunting Tricks Work for Nancy. Excellent. So this is by Dr. George W. Crane, and the doctor says this is case D-521. Nancy T., age 30, is a problem. Dr. Crane, she spoke angrily. I don't believe in God anymore, for I am an atheist. This shocks my father, for he is a clergyman, but I feel there is no God, and I tell you why. I have prayed every night for over 10 years that God will bring me a husband, but I am no nearer marriage now than I was when I was 18. So why should I believe in God? God doesn't expect us to do all the work to answer our prayers. This is what Dr. Crane says now. Instead, he wants us to become team workers and help solve our own problems. God helps those who help themselves was thus the wise maxim of our pioneer ancestors. So I am very bluntly shocked by saying, Nancy, you have been a penny anti-Christian. For you expect to loll around eating candy and expecting the Lord will bring you a Prince Charming? But you are 20 pounds overweight and you know it. Why didn't you go on a diet as per my offer in your newspaper of that booklet that would have slenderized you in a few weeks? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I had trouble getting through this the first time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Furthermore, you haven't joined my compliment club, which is a quick way to win popularity and boyfriends. Besides, you haven't ordered the booklet that would have shown you how to carry on gay conversation and put a boyfriend at ease. Nor have you ordered the test for sweethearts by which you could have eliminated many faults and cultivated virtues that modern young men prefer in the girls they expect to marry. <laughs> Nancy, God hasn't failed you. You have simply failed God by refusing to help him get you happily married. In cases of hysteria and lazy coasters, a jolt sometimes is good psychology. Nancy winced as I talked to her, for she knew she had avoided doing her half of the job. Besides, your Prince Charmings don't know where you girls are located if you don't get out into action and attract their attention. Then, hold it by smiles, compliments to the boys, and gay conversation. Even Cinderella had to leave a 
calling card in the form of her glass slipper. It served in lieu of a modern phone number. Nowadays, you girls must go husband hunting, which means you must go where the game is likely to be found. But don't whirl your matrimonial lariat too obviously, for the modern male is growing more skittish all the time due to the zooming taxes that gobble up big slices of his paycheck. A classy chassis with a slick paint job will attract the eye of your potential Prince Charming, but it takes jolly, effortless conversation plus big doses of compliments to hold his attention. Nancy finally woke up and in six months she had won a boyfriend, so she then quit blaming God for her threatened spinsterhood. So send for my booklet, How to Carry On Gay Conversation, enclosing a long-stamped return envelope plus 20 cents. Always write to Dr. Crane in care of the times. That's awesome. Okay, so we can we can recap and end and say that she bought every single program that he was offering, right? Because that guy pitched her how many packages? Uh, se- several pitches were made, yeah. I think I, I want to say at least like three books or something along that line. I'm going to be honest. I like this doctor. This, this, this is my kind of doctor. Uh, look, a lot of people are a lot... <laughs> A lot of people are not going to like what this doctor had to say to her, I, especially, I think, in 2019. However, I like this guy. Yeah, Dr. Crane is uh, is definitely a special case. Uh, so this was August 1967, Beaver County, Pennsylvania. That's right. Just outside of Pittsburgh. Dr. Crane, uh, he makes a reference to psychology, but I can't, I, he doesn't say whether or not he is a psychologist. But I do know he's God-fearing. That's that one was clear. He's clearly a God-fearing man. But can we can we really let's address the fact that and this is the reason why I like the guy. He he promotes introspection. <laughs> okay, uh, could you elaborate on that? Yeah. <laughs> well, because look, I I listened loud and clear into that article, and my key takeaway was there's a lot of things, and she even admits, kind of, sort of, and he kind of says it in the article. That she didn't take care of her half of the load, the burden, so to speak, of getting her need met, which was, in this case, the man, okay? And the doctor was making that quite evident, that there were particular things and that she was, or we'll say shortcomings, that could have been maybe easily addressed or remediated, that she wasn't going forth and attempting to do on her end and expecting everything to just be given to her. Well, you know, immediately starts the whole advice thing with... Nancy is a problem. Well, I mean, I look, Nancy to a degree is a problem because she she has a, a, an entitlement issue. <laughs> an entitlement. <laughs> She's entitled to have she has, no 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 okay I'll elaborate right because it sounds a bit harsh just saying that this woman has an entitlement issue. Uh-huh. Here's why here's why I say she has an entitlement issue. She just thinks that God is going to give it to her. He even said sort of stuff. You want to sit here and just eat your candy and think your God's your, your that your prayer is going to get answered? <laughs> yeah, he does accuse her of eating candies or candy bars or something like that, right? And then manages to point out the fact that she's twenty pounds overweight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. introspection, man. Oh my goodness, uh, Doctor Crane is is uh, is a a certain pedigree isn't he like i don't look look i mean i mean i don't know how we look at it or or or, or, look this can go down a bunch of paths i will say this i think he's a good pedigree (laughs) okay i think he's a good pedigree i think that he's being pretty mean well mean according to whom to you but mean like look 
she's she's essentially as a god-fearing man obviously he's a god-fearing man right okay so he he took issue i think to the fact that she was placing all this blame on the man upstairs oh okay 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 so i believe that's kind of where his uh i think that's what's kind of that's his angle i think that's his angle right like how dare you burden the man upstairs with all of this stuff when you haven't even begun to lift a finger toward even getting helping him get you to that point i think that's i think that's where he's going no, I I get that. You I I I'll follow you down that road a little bit cuz I yeah. do I do know what you're saying. He's sort of like, you know, do your part, right? Like simply enough, yeah. Yeah. If this is a contract between you and and the Lord above, you have not completely fulfilled your portion. Right. <laughs> okay, but the delivery. Look, sometimes sometimes it needs to be harsh. <laughs> Sometimes Nancy needed a stiff talking to. Is that what it was? Via well, via correspondence on the newspaper. This article is sorely lacking in context to a degree. I think. Okay. I think we don't know her demeanor. I don't think we know. You know, he's a doctor. Right. So, so he says this is case whatever case D dash five two one. So that implies that he's been seeing her. Well, the whole thing's written sort of in quotes, so okay. it takes place. It takes place as if he's sharing a conversation that they've had. Got it. So this was like, I mean, he probably, that's why I'm like, maybe he's a psychologist, legit psychologist, because it sounds like they've had a conversation about this and he's now recalling this conversation for the sake of providing this general advice to women. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd say, I, I want to go back to the delivery thing okay. because I keep, I keep thinking about that. It is necessary, really popular and very highly regarded clinical psychologists, oftentimes when you look at their messages, it's not friendly. You know what I mean? When it comes to something that they have to say about somebody or how to correctify or rectify an issue in your life, it's usually a pretty cut and dried approach, typically. It's usually pretty clinical, too. Well, I feel like this is that whole, like, beat somebody down to build them back up type of thing. Yeah, sometimes that's needed. (laughs) Not saying every had time. It come in. Yeah, I, I look personally. I do. I do think that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not necessarily Poor saying Nancy, that. man. Not if everybody Nancy's deserves in the this. hands of Dr. Crane and Mike. Oh my lord! Poor woman. Look, I, one of there, there's there's a quote from uh, a really popular clinical psychologist that I really do like, and, and one of his quotes is: "Before you go out and try and conquer the world, essentially, clean your room." Okay. And it can come across as really, like, really stern, like, oh, clean your room. Like, well, there's there's something profound to that. You know, the idea, right, is that before you go forth and try and conquer and tackle and clean up everybody else's mess, maybe you should work on your own first. Right. Put some value in the footing that you currently have right now. Right. And furthermore, it also is a lesson in starting in the day with an accomplishment, even if, even if it's as minuscule as making your bed. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just the fact of the matter is that no matter how crappy and no matter how terrible, and no matter how much of a failure your day is, you always get to go back to a made bed. So Dr. Crane's onto something then. He's onto it. I think it's purpose. I think it's part of a, a greater image, a much greater thing. But he doesn't seem to like really address her frustration or anything directly, right? I mean, um, I, I, well, I think I think in his opinion, it's unmerited. Okay, she like so you're saying they've been having this conversation for a minute, and then she showed up with this uh, God theory. I'm now going to levy all my issues on God. I and, am an atheist. And then he he's goes, "Oh no, we're not going down that road, Missy." Right. Mm. You don't get to go down that road. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I think that uh, I think it's kind of one of those where it's like you know, show me some more problems before you can do that. I don't know. Maybe that's where his head was i'm not sure but immediately he just describes her as a problem 
And then, <laughs> and then, he, and then she says, "I don't have a husband." And he's like, "Well, you could stand to lose a little weight." Well, I mean, at the end, right? It's it's about self help. So it's about self help. Sometimes helping somebody is telling them something that they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. That's crazy. Your ability to find all of the good. Uh, things in Dr. Crane just as astonishes as me. I, I just think him and I get along. <laughs> I feel like you guys should, in modern days, would have had a podcast together, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It would be about self help. <laughs> It'd be right, positive, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, Nancy would have to call into that one, right? Yeah. No, we would definitely need something to balance us out. We would need some positivity. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We would need something uplifting. <laughs> call of All the- right, well. How about we hope there's something uplifting on the second half? Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, on that note, then we'll be back right after this message with the second half of the 5 for 5 podcast. All right, folks. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. And we are back for the second half of episode six. You ready to get back into this, Mike? Yeah, I I have to say, not only am I ready, this might be so far my favorite (laughs) topic, I think. Yeah, yeah. So far, I mean. It's going to be hard to top this one. I'm, I'm, I'm already feeling an amazing score coming on. So Here's the thing, folks. I don't think we've had a topic yet that's uh, generated this much um, off-air conversation. Where, right, where yeah. The just... breaks have been colorful. Yes. I agree. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep quiet about something when it's it's just something on this level. Agreed. Yeah. So in regards to the things that he attempts to sell Nancy, right? Yeah. One of them, he says, is a booklet about her slenderizing herself in a few weeks. A weight loss book. Right, like a weight loss book. Nice. And then he mentioned something about her joining a compliment club. Okay, okay. So maybe that's like a self-help type of thing? I don't know. I'm thinking it's more of like a social social club to help you uh, be more socially uh, assertive. Okay, well, he has another one that he recommends to her that's about carrying on gay conversation and putting a boyfriend at ease. I take that back. That's what that class is. Okay. To be more socially assertive. So tell me then something about what you think that his advice is like in these things, because he's not exactly, you know, laying it out all sweet and nice for people, right? Like, you think he's blunt across all of these classes and courses and things like that? Uh, yeah, and I would and I would buttress that by saying I hope he is. You think that's good psychology? I think it's great psychology, especially in, in... Now, to say that it's great psychology, I think also needs to be dependent on the time in which this is being espoused, when, when it's being Well, that's taught. what I was going to get at, because is it still... If that was great psychology in 1967, is it great psychology now? I'd say it's needed more in 2019 than it was in 1967. Okay. So 50 years have gone by and we need more Dr. Crane. Yeah. I would say that we've gone completely off the deep end, whereas at least Nancy was willing to go in admitting that she might, might be needing either some... She might have some buy-in or have some value in the in buy-in in that old culture and that old school culture. At least she knew what she wanted. She knew what she wanted, whereas now we're way off the deep end. Not only do we not know what we want, 
we only know that what we care about is just what pleases us. Maybe we just keep checking online to see what everybody else wants and to help us decide what we want. It's right to reinforce our, our wants. I want those Nike shoes and I see that 6,000 other people on Instagram want those Nike shoes. Therefore, it is right that I want those Nike shoes. And I would say a man like him would, would continue to preach introspection and looking within and say, look, maybe we need to look at some issues that are wrong with ourselves first and see some gaps that we're not feeling in our own lives before we go and point the finger at others. Or in his case, he's saying God. But right. in today's society, we'll find anybody and anyone that we can point a finger at. So Dr. Crane says that we need to stop yearning for Yeezys because what you really need is just a hug. You need to stop yearning for Yeezys because maybe you need a little bit more Yeezus. Oh, okay. He's saying, okay, yeah. And not not to take the whole religious point on that, but I'm just saying from his point right, of view. Right, that's his angle. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not going to go one way or another when it comes to the religious but it's But it's the solution that he's providing. So Correct. modern Dr. Crane would still provide that solution. I would argue he... He may want you to either turn to the light or he may continue to be like, look, you need to look within on some things that you're not getting right. And maybe not even mentioning God at all. Yeah, no, but that still helps me hate him less regardless of what his message is, because at least he has a solution. Right, exactly. And in the end, that's I, I think don't that's, I don't necessarily have to line up for line up with it, but he has a solution. Right. And I would argue sometimes not every time, but sometimes the solution is oftentimes far, far more valuable than the delivery and you know, the manner in which it was delivered. That's true. So is there other modern psychology you think that's keeping up with Dr. Crane style stuff? Uh, yeah, I definitely would. Uh, there are uh, there's there's particular publications that you can find out there. Um, a book that I'm really into is 12 Rules for Life and An Antidote for Chaos. Um, you can find it online. Free advertisement. Yes, but I will say it's totally worth it. Um, <laughs> because not not to say that I'm I'm all about all of the teachings, but you asked whether or not it lines up. Right, right. With with what is being taught. I need to know if it's Crane-esque. I would say it's and very... And still relevant today. It's very Crane-esque. I okay. would say absolutely, because in the end, what the teachings are telling you is not to be really pointing your problems at other people or thinking what other people are causing. It's what are you doing in your life that's, that's making whatever issue worse? What are you doing that is exacerbating anything that you deem a problem? Right. She'd be all about that book right now. Yeah, because in the end, she might need a dietary change. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not just for weight loss, but maybe it might maybe modify her behavior as well. Well, in modern times it'd be probably too much chipotle and too much starbucks coffee because maybe she's over caffeinated oh, and right. she's yeah. hyper hyper neurotic frappuccinos are violently high caloric right yeah you know what i mean and she might also uh not have a job and underwater with student debt right yeah you might you might kind of get an idea of of where we're going with with this kind of <laughs> <laughs> what kind of picture we're painting of this person but you kind of get an idea of uh where a lot of folks i'm not saying all of society is like this today but there are a great deal of people who who may not necessarily like this kind of delivery when it comes to help it's kind of a classic paradigm though that nancy's find dr cranes right yeah absolutely it just so happened that in 1967 in this little county it happened through a newspaper yes it did in a really small town small area so nancy brings the clergyman issue into the whole conversation because that's her dad right yeah do you think that dr crane was pretty religious himself or 
do you think that that's Nancy driving that? Like Dr. Crane's throwing God at Nancy because Nancy brought God into the mix. I'm going to go ahead and say that I would actually argue that Dr. Crane may not really care when it comes to the subject of God. So you're going deeper with Dr. Crane. He's like, he's legit. He's playing it like neutral. He's giving, he's talking to her about what she needs to be talked about. In this circumstance, right? You could theoretically replace God with anybody and saying, well, this individual isn't meeting my needs. Therefore, it's this individual's fault that I don't have this particular need met in my life. Oh, so she's just shifting the blame no matter what. And Dr. Crane's just catching her on it. Bingo. Right on the nose, man. He just refuses to let people be sneaky on him. Maybe I'm giving the guy too much credit, but that's really what I was going to say. If you (laughs) if you nailed Dr. Crane down, I'd be so amazed. Like, I don't know how you gleaned all of that out of this one article, because all I saw was like, man, this dude is mean. He's being nasty to Nancy. I love listening to psychologists sure and 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 the thing is is that the one and i'm making a generalization here so i will uh trigger trigger warning here most most clinical psychologists don't typically buy into religion generally speaking so it's pretty that's why i think it's really easy for me to say maybe he's playing the neutral party here just maybe Mm -hmm. because of the fact that oftentimes they they tend to come from a different mindset in and of in and of themselves no i i guess that's fair because the psychologist would be like look religion's obviously important to nancy right i mean her dad's god fearing that's his job right so god's playing a big role in whatever she's going through so that's probably driving her need for a husband in the first place possibly as a learned man dr crane might also know the bible just the fact that you know he's a learned man and he might understand that there is a particular angle that is taught in the bible that is about self-reflection and understanding that in order for God to help you, you have to help yourself. Sure. So maybe he's just using that against her. Ooh. It's psychological jujitsu on the part of Dr. Crane. Absolutely. I mean, again, maybe I'm giving the guy a lot more credit than he deserves, but and I'm willing uh, to admit that. But. Yeah. Well, speaking of giving credit, we should probably get into the points. What do you say? Uh this one is is gonna be a doozy, folks. Okay. Well, we'll get into it right after this. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for the scoring portion of the 5 for 5 podcast. I hope you're ready, folks, because I am ready to deliver this this prize. I am ready to receive my prize. I think it is well deserved today. I'm going to have to second that one, folks. Are we ready? Yeah, let's get into it. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Panchito's prize for the evening is one Jack Russell Terrier puppy. Named Eddie. <laughs> Named Eddie. Jack Russell Terry. Like Frazier? That's right. In honor of Dr. Kramer. In honor of Dr. Crane. I like <laughs> or that. Or Dr. Crane. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Kramer. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> In honor of Dr. Crane. That's good. I like that score. Jack Russell Terrier puppy. That sounds like a lot of chewed up socks. I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, say good luck, man, with that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely going to need it. Okay. Well, 
What do you think? That was a pretty good foray into 65 through 69, right? That was a massive jump into this into this year. Yeah, that course. was a pistol start for sure. I have to bring the heat next week, guys. I'm I'm, I'm sweating. Yep, yep. You should be. That was a good one. I am off to a uh, great, great start with some great momentum. This should be a good period. Thanks for tuning in, folks. All right. We will see you on the next one. Don't forget to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Panchito.